0: Taking Back Birth is a production of the IndieBirth Private Contract Association and indiebirth.org. No material on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Birth is not a medical event. Welcome to Podcast Monday. It's been quite some time. (sighs) I've been busy with kid stuff and all kinds of personal updates that I'll share perhaps at a later date. I want to talk today about our new program, Elevate, not directly, but through this lens of midwifery being broken and what that means to me and what we're creating here at Indie Birth in the next week. Uh, actually, we've created it, but we will be beginning this program called Elevate for midwives soon. so, Natural that I'd want to talk more about it as I'm doing the back end of putting this course together. Margot is as well. So we are both working on it, and I feel super excited to be inspired in this way and to share with midwives all around the world. Just briefly, I did record a podcast last week. However, when it came time to press the save button, my own finger, my very own finger, pressed don't save. That was really frustrating. I had talked for a solid hour about babies, about newborns, and I'm not going to do that today. I'm not even quite sure I have it in me to do again. Uh, It was pretty good. I thought all about babies and how they act and how they look and what to expect. So perhaps that's on the docket for another time. But today I've switched gears and we're going to talk once again about the state of midwifery. So cue the boos or the crying faces in a way, because there definitely is this element of grief around the old going out. And that, of course, doesn't just apply to midwifery. I feel like that's the world. And so many of us are feeling it in different areas of our lives, or just the collective, like this collective way we've been living for x number of years, as a society is slowly dying, and changing, and we're not quite there yet. So mirroring that is the state of midwifery, I think Margot and I are very excited to offer this elevate, and to start to create what we really feel is a new consciousness around this practice. Midwifery being broken is maybe not not the most flattering way to say it. I definitely talk or have talked in the past about birth. In general, birth is not broken, our bodies know what to do. We can sometimes tune in more or remember the process. But ultimately, birth is what it is. However, midwifery has been through so many ups and downs and changes in the many, many decades, and really, you know, lifetimes that some of us have served. And for better or for worse, I'm also aware that this discussion is for people that are already with us. Maybe you're not a midwife yet. But you're with us, you're on this wavelength of establishing a new way, a new feeling, a new vibration that this has to look for us to thrive, for us to thrive as midwives and really as women. But I know that the midwives that perhaps need this the most that this is most applicable towards won't hear it. So I am aware of that irony. In my estimation, there is a balance of all things. And I don't think midwifery is an exception just because it's a calling for many of us, just because it's a sacred role, doesn't mean we don't have the opportunity to widely swing out of our own balance, both personally, and as a group. So I was recounting some recent experiences with what I call old paradigm midwifery. And that's not said with judgment, it's just observation. It's just being in that energetic bubble of perhaps how midwifery has felt in the past and still does to this day, for many of the older midwives. And of course, you know, it's definitely that double edged sword, because I can have this criticism, because we want better. Ultimately, it's not just to criticize, um, but also in full transparency, The midwives that are older, uh, meaning much older, the ones that have been in this work for 40, 50 years at this point, or are retired, have had their own experience, had their very own way of navigating their own challenges, and licensing for sure was one. So I just want to be honest, I can't pretend to know what those were. And I have immense respect for the midwives that have kept on have kept on for decades against all kinds of prosecution, all kinds of persecution. And they have done the best they could for women and for their communities. So absolutely want to hold up the wisdom of our elders, while while simultaneously pointing out the parts that don't work and haven't worked. And again, that's a combination of respect, and also feeling the uncomfortable, it, it almost is like touching your eyeball is how it feels to really expose what is this darker side of midwifery. And even the elder midwives, um, even the ones you know, we respect and, and we're grateful to for teaching. Uh, they share in this many of them, this acknowledgement that yes, they worked hard, but there were also some dark parts and and continue to be so what kind of things am I talking about? Um, What, what really has set the balance off for midwives in the older generations? I think first off the bat, and again, many of this many of these uh, bullet points refer back to what we hope to shift with our Elevate program. So, one of the very first that came to mind when I was reflecting on some of these beautiful older women that have served for so long uh, is that they are not earning money, and maybe they never did, and maybe they're still not., uh, but it is a really sad acknowledgement of our culture and the lack of value that in many places uh, was put on these midwives. So that is something we are looking to shift. We cannot have prosperous, excited, uh, inspired midwives, even of the younger generation that are not earning abundance. They are not earning money. They are not being energetically compensated for their work. We just cannot continue that. Another characteristic of old paradigm midwifery, Many of the older midwives, and I know a couple of them personally, and it breaks my heart, um, have serious health issues. Now, there are many reasons I'm sure for that. This is in some ways very generalized, but um, I would venture to say that a lifetime of giving your heart and your soul to families, while you simultaneously aren't able to earn your own keep, Uh, while simultaneously perhaps being hunted by the medical world, right, there are so many ways that midwives truly have been beaten down over time. And I attribute many of the older midwives having these really serious health issues to that, Um, they are tired, they are sick, in a lot of ways, uh, because the body just cannot keep going. And even if it's not that traumatic, in some cases, I think perhaps, and again, I can't really say, but perhaps some of the older generations were taught to you know take on every client to serve every woman, to keep go go going, um, not to consider themselves, not to consider their own self-worth, not to consider uh, you know their own growth and um, you know e- evolvement through this life. It's just not something that you'll hear in those older generations. And and that's midwifery and birth aside. Another characteristic of old paradigm midwifery is that many of these elder midwives, uh, if they're still working, are still at war, so to speak, with the medical system with licensing. And again, hats off for all of the elders that have come before us that have paved the way. And you know what, so many of them Uh, weren't ever for licensing. And that's something that we really do have to remember. Even now, when licensing is being initiated in newer places, uh, Hawaii comes to mind. It's not generally the elder midwives that are pushing for such a ridiculous thing. It's Newer midwives, or it's some other body or group altogether. So, um, our elders have lived in this paradigm, many of them, of fear and prosecution and persecution, and they're still living it. And again, uh, we are looking towards this shift. Another characteristic is just having a crazy family life. Um, I remember when I was kind of a baby midwife. I thought that that was just how it looked for every midwife. And I was sort of fearful in a way that my own marriage, you know, my own relationships in my normal life would get destroyed. Because if you look at a lot of the elder midwives, um, that is what has happened. So again, it's not a blaming thing, but it's been a hard life for many of them. Again, giving their hearts and souls to this calling and not taking care of themselves. Uh, sort of last but not least, just that so many of these older midwives did do things in a really creative way. They did do apprenticeships, maybe with many different people, they did work with doctors, they learned where they could learn. Uh, They were way more creative, honestly, than midwives today. However, perhaps because technology has evolved, And all of that, many of these elder midwives are really struggling to make a name for themselves to make money, as I mentioned, Um, but they're like so underwater in a way that their wisdom is going to be lost. And I find that really sad. And That's another project to think on because so many of these elders have stories that we want to hear. They have teachings that we need to hear and they really don't have the know-how or the connections or the ability to offer it to the world. So to me, all of those things in a nutshell, for better, for worse, feel just old. And again, it's not old in a bad way. It's just outdated and it's like the balance somehow got really skewed. And over time, over decades and decades, midwives sold themselves uh, with the best intentions to the medical community. And a lot of these things have resulted. So uh, midwifery is feeling kind of broken when we focus on these elders. And then, you know, many of them say, well, it's, still broken. And it's even worse because they look at this new version. They look at all these meek checklists and all the ways that people become a midwife in a couple of months, and they don't have any heart for conversation. They don't have any continuity of care. They've simply hacked it out at a clinic somewhere. Um, They don't have respect for that. And I hear that. I hear, I hear that as well. And I actually really agree. I think the newer midwives, the younger midwives, the ones coming out of all these factories called meek schools are medicalized, and they actually have similar issues to the old paradigm midwives on many of the ones I mentioned, because again, the balance is off. There has never been teachings on self care, there has never been a focus on how we attract Abundance. There has never been talks about how we work with our own energy when we're working with clients. These are all ideas and practices that have never made their way into midwifery uh, until this time is, is what it feels like to me. So on um, these newer midwives are essentially mini doctors. And again, the older midwives see them as that as well. So we also have this split we have this split in midwifery where we can't be sisters. We can't be united. We can't be on the same page, um, you know, on a large scale because we're not, we're just really, really not. So, uh, my hope, and I know Margo's is too, it's not to put us all on the same page. Really? That's impossible. But with our Elevate program, we're kind of holding the torch saying, you know, come, come old, come new, come young, come everybody that resonates and let's make this thing over. Let's do this again. Let's have a chance at fixing what's broken and creating this new consciousness because I do believe midwifery is broken in so many ways, yet I obviously have hope. How can I not have hope? I'm a midwife and we run a midwifery school and we have this new program. My hope is not lost. I know that there is a way forward and it's not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, bad pun. Uh, It's pulling from, you know, all of these different traditions and all of these different ways of knowing and all of the experiences that we can have access to and making something new that really works for women. Because at the end of the day, midwifery being broken uh, isn't really a problem for midwives in a way other than their immediate health and prosperity. It's really a problem for women. So again, uh, these these generalizations, this kind of painting, the us and them, uh, old old midwives, new midwives, really isn't meant as a judgment. It makes me think actually of my college professor uh, back at Eastman School of Music, um, who was just a really great teacher about life. And he had this expression that in music, and I see this totally uh, appropriate to midwifery, in music, we could become a caricature of ourselves. And I always like that. And I feel like I really understand that, even if I can't find more words. Um, It's like you become larger than life, kind of like carrying out this costume that you have on. And I think that's what's happened in midwifery. It's become this caricature where you could make a whole lot of silly cartoons around the way midwifery is broken right now. And they would be funny and they would be real. So I'm um, on to some more thoughts here. What we are creating, of course, at Indie Birth always doesn't really feel old or new. It doesn't feel black or white. Uh, this is all often why we have a marketing problem. It's hard to reach people when you're not totally polarizing them and alienating them, we found, but we can't sacrifice our integrity, and we're not claiming that we're new. Uh, We're also not claiming this is old, we're saying we need to consciously pick and choose what we call midwifery going forward and do our best to each do the work in this role. So I think of it this way. Midwifery needs a new consciousness around an ancient practice that is all midwifery has been around since the beginning of time, it will survive way beyond any of us. But yet how how will it survive? What will it look like? What state will it be in? And I for one would love to see it in a higher vibration of consciousness. So let's see some other ideas I had to talk about, um, that are very much front and center for Midwives, right now. So, I did talk about elder midwives and maybe what some of their experiences have been, but a lot of those have continued. It's kind of like, you know, when you're parented in a certain way or, you know, the way we parent as parents, uh, we have to be really intentional about what habits we pass on. Because if we don't, we pass on things that aren't really that great and aren't really that helpful. And midwifery feels like that sometimes. So we get the good with the bad, but lots of bad habits have been passed down. So again, this idea that money is not a part of midwifery is fascinating to me. And if you're tuned into our Instagram and our newsletter, we've had many newsletters over the first or sorry, the last week about this topic Because Margot and I both were blown away by people, midwives, responding to our Elevate program saying, I don't have the money. I don't have the money. And so on one hand, uh, it may just be an issue of non-resonance, right? So when people don't have the money, in some cases, it just means they don't have the money for that. It doesn't resonate with them. And that's okay. Uh, Unfortunately, I think in a lot of the cases, though, these are midwives that are somewhat resonant, they expressed an interest in upgrading their practice in the ways we're talking about, but they simply just don't make enough money being a midwife that they could even think of investing in something like this. So I'm not going to ramble on and on, we have lots of work to do around this issue of self-worth and abundance, and ultimately soul connection with our Elevate students. But I just want to drive that home, that in many circles, and not everywhere, certainly not everywhere, um, the common theme is that birth work and money don't go together. And I don't care if you're a midwife or a doula or a childbirth educator or whatever your case may be, if you're in the martyr role, and you think you have to sacrifice yourself. And oh, this woman asked, I have to help her. Uh, Oh, but they don't have money. Well, I guess we serve clients that don't have money ever then. Um, You know, it, it really becomes this hamster wheel effect where we don't hold our own worth. We don't hold our own value and boundaries. And then we start attracting people that do the same, or don't do the same, I guess, (laughs) Um, you know, who had the same issues. So it was, again, super enlightening that this maybe old paradigm uh, problem of midwives not making money has continued. It is not reserved for the elders of long ago. It is very much happening front and center for many midwives, maybe your own, maybe you are one. This is the biggest problem we have heard about. And again, uh, this isn't a money counseling podcast. But getting back to why our soul is calling us to do this work will help each midwife hash out why why she's in this place of not having money doing this work and where she's giving beyond what she can give. Because the obvious, if our cup is not full, we cannot serve others. So ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not so much about we need money because, you know, uh, cash is great. Yes, it is. But also, we can't actually do this work if we're not valued in the ways that we need to be valued in. So maybe surprising to you, maybe not, but money and victimhood and scarcity are probably the biggest issues that most modern day midwives face. Whether they consider themselves more medicalized or not, it doesn't really seem to matter. Because this consciousness around, again, growth and working on ourselves and really listening to our own sacred calling um, isn't happening. Again, another repeat, overworked. Midwives are overworked, many of us. Uh, I can't say I am. I'm very particular about the clients I serve. I'm very particular about breaks and the amount of births I have per month. However, it doesn't mean I don't get into a state of being overworked. I don't feel chronically overworked, but many midwives are. They cannot say no. And perhaps, again, back to money issue, they feel that, and it might be true, uh, their entire family is relying on the money they make. So we have issues (laughs) that curl into other issues. And what do you get at the end of it, you get poor, overworked midwives that are so exhausted, they don't necessarily even enjoy what they do anymore. And we call this midwifery. And, you know, we talk about getting students into this. I mean, who in their right mind wants that version of midwifery? Not me. Unfortunately, being a you know, in scarcity mindset and being overworked and sick has become virtue, virtuous in midwifery. And that's another thing, obviously, we're really seeking to change. It is not virtuous to put yourself out and make yourself sick for another. And that is called being a martyr. And it is not the same, as I said recently in a post as compassion. We can have compassion for women, we can say darn it, I really wish I could help you. But at the end of the day, uh, we have to choose ourselves and what we know is best. And again, this is blasphemy. This is blasphemy in many midwifery circles, um, even if it's not spoken. Sometimes it's a silent expectation that we give and give and give and the women we serve are more important. And I know for me, even in my own apprenticeships, that was the vibe. Uh, I don't know that it was ever said, but it was the vibe. So um, I catch myself kind of in those old patterns sometimes, feeling guilt about things that have nothing to do with me, (laughs) other than, you know, it's my client. Maybe she made a choice. She did something. Um, That's not my issue. You know, that's not my problem. It's not my life. Just because she's my client doesn't mean that her life, intertwines with mine in that way. And so we've been taught this, all of us, this has been handed down through birth work, and we really need to reprogram ourselves. Taking too much responsibility all of the time kind of goes along with the self-sacrifice and martyrdom of most modern midwives. Uh, And again, these are belief systems that those that believe this way probably aren't listening to this podcast, probably won't enroll in our Elevate program, but I'll go for it anyway taking too much responsibility. I hear it all the time uh, through students, through doulas, you know, kind of the gossipy way that midwifery works. Um, The should have, you know, midwives hear about a birth, and they weren't even there. And they have comments, oh, you she should have done this. And her client should have Whatever, whatever. Um, That's not the way I work. You know, women get to make their choices. They're autonomous. I am not her mommy. I am not her ruler. I am not her authority. And I'm not going to take that responsibility on for any reason, because that's not midwifery to me. So again, we need to look at these things closely. And we will be both individually and in group form and elevate. Uh, Where do we take too much responsibility? And why do we do that? And why do we think that that's midwifery? And what do we get out of it? I mean, there's so many great questions to ask yourself. Uh, Yeah, so what else? Obviously, these things that I've talked about, whether it's old, whether it's new, whatever, uh, the worst part is that we don't have money, generally speaking, to enjoy life and do these amazing things for ourselves. Um, Not just our course, of course, but take a vacation, right? Like if you're a midwife that's working hard, you should and here I am with the shoulds, but um, it is possible that you reserve two months of the year, if not more, where you are good, you don't need to make money those months. And you're able to take a vacation, right? Like we have to dream here. This is not a charity, we are not charities. So the worst part is that we are burned out and overworked. And true, that can happen sort of over time anyway. But the bitterness Um, There is a lack of real sisterhood in midwifery. And again, we are looking to shift that with our Elevate group. Uh, We wish we could shift it on a larger scale, but people also have to be ready for it. So the lack of real sisterhood is apparent to me all of the time, whether it's old midwives or new midwives or what have you. Uh, We get emails all the time. We get very nice emails most of the time. But every now and then, we do get kind of a snippy one from a midwife somewhere. And, you know, it's not even worth describing what it's about. It's, it's never about anything. It's more of like a judgment or um, a trying to shoot down something we're offering or an un, unwanted criticism. It's like, why don't you go and do the work, right? Uh, you're so burnt out serving women and you have no money, and you have no time, and you have no creativity left, somehow you have energy left to shoot other people down, but you are not making any contribution to the bigger picture, and you're miserable. So, you know, that's my uh, very fiery way of... Summing up the lack of sisterhood, uh, midwifery is so divided. And again, it's because midwives as a whole don't seem to be the happiest, most fulfilled people in the world. So they kind of take it out on others a lot of the time. Um, Not dealing with your fears is a common thread of midwives everywhere. And again, I think this comes back to not sitting with these hard questions, not getting clear on why you're in this work in the first place. And then again, layering on the the icing and the cherry that I've already talked about. uh, You're too tired, you're too burnt out, you don't make enough money. How do you possibly have even five minutes to take care of yourself to deal with your fear of persecution? It's unreasonable, and often it's unconscious. So many midwives walking around out there scared to death, scared to death, and they're the ones attending births. uh, But with no time, no resources, no support, in really getting to the bottom of this whole thing, which I won't lie, uh, isn't always fun, right? So doing this deeper work, looking at your own fears and patterns and beliefs isn't always fun. So these are the women, or elevate women, are the women that are willing, willing and ready to do the journey. Uh, engaging in gossip is another facet of this like old paradigm midwifery that really needs to die. I learned the hard way, or maybe it was the easy way years and years ago when I gave my license back, and I would hear gossip all over town about me, and that was really confusing because it was all untrue, and I realized in those moments that I would never again um, make assumptions about what a midwife might have been thinking at a birth or, you know, anything that you hear about people or even read on the internet, I don't care at all. Uh, I would rather talk to someone, I would rather get to know them. I don't believe anything I hear or read anymore. And midwives are the worst. There is so much backbiting and gossip and turning each other in. I mean, Elevate is the opposite of all of that. We want a solid community of sisters, wherever they may land, in this country, all over the world, that want sisterhood. And who pledge, and I think we're going to actually make people pledge, Um, who pledged to not take it outside of our sacred space of this program, because we just don't need more of this old paradigm bullshit. So in the end, all of this negativity, all of the burnout and bitterness and lack of money, engaging in gossip, um, Again, the point is, not only does it break midwifery, not only has it broken midwifery, but ultimately, we can serve women from the highest place for the highest good if we engage in any of that and don't have time for the important work. <sighs> Big breath. Going forward, the new consciousness that is midwifery is totally different. And that said... It will look different for each of us. So through our Elevate program, we are not proposing that we all do it the same way. Uh, Margot and I will offer what we do and how we do it and the tools that we use. But the point is not to make another checklist version of any kind of midwifery. We want each of the midwives in the program to listen, to listen to their highest calling, to God, to source, whoever they uh, confer with and to make this up for themselves with confidence. Also, midwives, we need to know when to rest and how. We need to know how to say no, and how to have boundaries, and how to use our really awesome abilities like intuition to discern and make the world a better place. We're also going to be talking about how to make the most of our time when we're doing visits and what our role really is. And so again, through elevate, we will be refocusing and reprogramming to continue to create this new consciousness around midwifery so that we can truly serve the mamas and the babies that are arriving now. And I'm going to kind of end it here with the women and babies that are arriving now are not the souls that were showing up 10 years ago, they are not the souls that were showing up 30 or 50 years ago. So uh, kind of when I reference midwifery of the past, I'm sure it was all perfect. I'm sure it was meeting the needs of the consciousness at the time. So the theme being consciousness is shifting, it's shifting every moment. That's what we're all in. That's why the world feels like a messed up place. And we're all kind of like, on this spinning ball in space, um, it is because the consciousness is changing. And so uh, midwifery needs to go along with it. Check out our Elevate program. There's only a couple more days to sign up this time. If you have a midwife friend, if you know someone that this would really resonate for, send them this podcast, and I'll have the link in the notes. And I would love to see who shows up all over the world to elevate their practice. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.